The Introvert's Edge podcast was designed to create a dialogue around introversion, to stimulate a discussion around our disadvantages, how we overcome those disadvantages, and what we consider our introvert's edge. Together, we're finally going to confront the stigma around introversion, showing that we're not second-class citizens. We're just different, and we need to embrace that. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Introvert's Edge and today I'm ecstatic to introduce Ivan Meisner. Now Ivan not only is the founder of BNI, who I have a real exciting story to share with you about later, but also is the author of 22 books, a huge number of them around networking, which if anyone knows BNI, is one of the largest networking groups in the world, actually the largest networking group in the world with over 8,000 chapters and over 220,000 members. So while many people watching probably know about BNI, they may not have met Ivan, so I'm looking very much forward to introducing you to Ivan. Ivan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, my pleasure to be on. I have to admit, I'm, I'm ecstatic to, to introduce you to the introverted audience because your story is a really interesting one. And while I have a personal family story about BNI and, and how it helped my family, I'd really love for the people that are, that are out there listening going, what is this BNI thing? Just to, if you could share just a little bit about what BNI is and, and how it really has helped the, the world economy of small businesses. So BNI is a business and professional networking organization. We allow one person per professional uh, classification to join. We get together every week, so we literally have 8,100 meetings every week all around the world. Uh, we get together to pass each other referrals. Last year we passed 9.9 .9 million referrals. So just a couple. <laughs> yeah, generated 11.1 billion US dollars worth of business for our members. Now just so you know, 11.1 billion is the same as the gross domestic product for the country of Liechtenstein. Wow. Okay, it's a small country, I know. Yeah, but, but still, but how cool still, is that, that, that we is as a business organization could actually generate as much business for us as a small nation uh, in the world. I'm, I'm looking for a bigger nation next year, but I still think it's amazing. What I really enjoy about the whole BNI story is it's really to the center point of what small business is. It's really just people helping their friends out. And I think that's something that's, that BNI is really captured in its essence. Was it always that way? I mean, I know you were sharing off, off camera some of the stories about moving into other countries and, and really the struggles and, and the successes that you had when doing that. And I'd, I'd love for you to share that because a lot of people that are watching this show, they may be working for a corporation trying to get buy-in from people or they may be dealing with other countries or may, maybe they're starting their own business. And I think that story would add some really great context. So I think sometimes we look at the differences in people as opposed to the similarities. And uh, entrepreneurs worldwide want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And um, that's consistent in any entrepreneurial nation. And, and that was something that we tapped into in BNI. But you can't uh, argue with the cultural differences, because there are cultural differences. Um, so as we opened up uh, in other countries, the first thing that people looked at was, oh, this is so American. This is so American. And uh, today I tell people, this is the least American thing I've ever done. And they're like, how could that be? When you think of American business, do you think of cooperation, collaboration, giver's gain, our core principle, core value, giver's gain. No, you don't think of that when you think of America. You think of dog eat dog, I'm gonna put that guy out of business. That's what you think about. And so um, this is the least American thing that I've ever done, yet businesses, as we open in other countries, just assume that this is American. 
And what, rather than argue with those countries, we decided to embrace that. And so in the, from the very beginning, as a matter of fact, the first country we did this in was Australia, where we changed um, the, just the spelling of, of words, you know, like check with C-H-E-C-K in the U.S. to C-H-E-C-Q-U-E uh, in Queen's English. And, um, and instead of saying good morning, everyone, it was g'day mate or whatever. And we made, ended up making 450 changes in our manual. So the first day of the new chapter, after there was a lot of resistance that were, that were different down under, um, we showed them the new manual and we said, uh, yeah, this was started in America, but we made 450 changes to the system. And the members looked at me like, yeah, mate, this will work great here in Australia. <laughs> so rather than fight it, we just sort of embrace it, show them the program. What we found is that entrepreneurs worldwide want to do business with people that they trust. And if we can get to that, then, then um, it transcends the cultural differences. I think that's amazing. And when I was doing my research on BNI, because I mean, my personal story with BNI is that my mother was a, a struggling introvert. She was a business coach and she moved out of a big corporate organization and she decided that being a business coach would be what she wanted to do for, for the next chapter of her life. And she then found she had to sell and she had to market. And a lot of people with functional skills, that's, it's just not what they're built for. They, they assume that they, if they're just good at what they do, customers will come, build it right. and they'll come. And, and that mindset she discovered very quickly just isn't the case. Yeah. And she needed to find a solution. So she joined BNI and at that stage, we didn't really know what BNI was. And she started going on these dance cards with people, yeah. <laughs> which you know, it's, it's really an interesting kind of idea. But for her, that was the success for her business. She really struggled with going out and marketing. Networking events were not her thing. Right. So going in and talking about what she did, she found I should say she was a business coach. And while these days I would tell her to say something different, yeah. that she found that she was in a defensive or people go, oh yeah, yeah, and I had a business coach right. before and it didn't work. Right. Where B and I actually got her to be able to share what she did and then be able to have real conversations with people that referred her. And it really changed everything for her. She went from really struggling to, I can say the reason why I went to private school the last two years was because of BNI. And the, the change in my life was huge because of what my mother was doing. And the change in her confidence was amazing. Just by having a place to go where there were motivated people to help her. So for that, I, I really thank you for setting that up. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, it's amazing to me uh, how it's changed so many people's lives uh, by generating business and, and relationships. Now, you mentioned a dance card, just, just for clarity. Yeah. We're talking about one-to-one -one meetings yeah. where you sit down and actually um, meet with somebody, generally go through something I call the GAINS exchange, which stands with, for goals, accomplishments, interests, networks, and skills. And what you do is you try to look for overlapping areas of interest. Because if you can find over, overlapping areas of interest, that's the beginning of building a relationship. If your network is a mile wide and an inch deep, it'll never be very strong. So you need a network that is both wide and deep. And those one-to-ones, those dance cards, um, are about going deep and building a professional relationship so you can refer each other. Because that's the key, is passing referrals. I think that makes such a difference because I've been to so many associations right. where everybody talks about getting better at their skill, yeah. but no one knows what each other do. Right. And it's like in the group, people are constantly complaining that no one's ever referring each other mm. and why is there not that kinship? And every time I'm like the, on, the odd one out that says, well, no one knows what each other do. Right. Why don't we have a session where we just share what each other do or maybe we meet each other one-on-one? -on -one? 
And that came from the understanding of BNI. And I think that, you know, my mother received a huge amount of business, but she also gave a huge amount of business because she met with graphic designers that didn't business coach. And she met with, you know, architects that didn't business coach. So the referrals she was giving, they weren't losing her anything. As a matter of fact, they were aiding her because she helped those people find solutions to people that they trust. And it's funny that, tr that transaction, People see that if I give somebody else a lead, then I'm not making money. And it, it definitely wasn't the case. But not only that, people don't see that they're forwarding that relationship with the person that they're giving the introduction to because people are like, oh, that's my go-to person for introductions. It's really about building social capital. And in order to build social capital, you have to make an investment. And social capital actually is a little similar to financial capital. You know, the bank has this expectation that before you write a check, you actually put some money in into the bank. Well, what happens is we try to write a check on a social relationship. We ask for something before we invest. And so by giving people a referral, you're investing in that, in that relationship. And so it's easier later to ask for a withdrawal, for ask, to ask for help. But first, it helps if you put something into the relationship. You know, if I can just say one other thing, um, I think what happens in too many networking situations is that uh, people use networking as a face-to-face -face cold calling opportunity. Hi, Matthew, my name's Ivan, let's do business. And they go straight uh, to, to doing business. I did an event in London a number of years ago, about 900 people in the audience. I asked all 900, I started with my presentation by saying, how many of you are here hoping to, you know, maybe just possibly sell something? 900 people raised their hands, I mean the entire room. I said, great, how many of you are here hoping to, you know, maybe just possibly buy something? No one raised their hand. Not one single person. This is what I call the networking disconnect. People show up at networking events wanting to sell, but nobody's there to buy. If that's why you're there, is to, is to just sell, then you're not gonna do very well in networking. And that transcends continents. I mean, what, what I've discovered, and doing my research on where BNI is, I thought it was just like a Western thing, or something that would be in Australia, and a bit of Europe, and I mean, you've got chapters in Japan and China, and. Yeah. The level of respect requirement and giving value in, in those Eastern countries I mean, right. is huge. Right. And it's so interesting that BNI's been able to, to transcend the same advice and the same curriculum right. into those countries. Have you found that the, the process stays the same or has it changed? They are different, there are cultural differences. Uh, for example, in Japan, they have what's called the Maishi ritual. You have a business card. You hold it with both uh, edges. Uh, you, you bow, you hand it, you accept the card, and people go, well, how could you possibly, because, you know, in America, business card, hey, here's my card, you know, and, and you just kind of toss it. Completely different. So how could it work in Western cultures and Eastern cultures like that? It's easy. We're not passing rocks to each other. We're passing business cards. Yeah. So again, we always look at dissimilarities. What are the similarities? We all pass business cards. Is it different? Yeah, but we're still passing business cards. And so what BNI has tried to do is to take the similarities and put it in a timed repetition process with some structure and system. You have to have structure and, and there has to be, oh my goodness, rules. There has to be rules. You know, hockey without rules would be boxing on ice. Right? It was sticks. It was sticks, <laughs> that's right. And so you have to have rules. So we have systems, we have rules, we get together regularly, we have a process. You can transcend those cultural differences like passing a card pretty easily. 
It's, it's funny when you say that. So I, I talk about this cultural, uh, I've got a client that helps executives be successful in China. Mm. And it's funny, I did a keynote presentation in Thailand. It was all people from Asia. And I'd spoken about it for years. Yeah. But for the first time I experienced the, the level of detail, people right. the bowing, the handing the card, the flipping over the card to make right. sure that, and the pulling out of the card case. And, and commenting on it. Almost always they comment on the card, that's important, yeah. And, it, and you know, a lot of, uh, particularly North Americans, will uh, write, on, it's very common to write on the, on the back of a card, don't do that, <laughs> do not, not do China. that in China or Asia, that's, uh, that's bad form. Even if you ask, they'll say okay, but they don't mean it, uh, it's, it's impolite. Well, it, the other thing that I've noticed here is that people will go to networking events and they'll collect the 30 cards and they'll go home and they'll be like, who was that person? Yeah. Where in China, it, it's impossible because when you get everybody's card, you have to spend time appreciating it and you lock the name and the detail with the person right. and it makes such a difference. It does. So it, it's interesting that, that BNI has managed to, to cross the chasm to some of those cultural divides but created a, a, a solid structure. And going back to the concept of structure, because you're an introvert, and you—it was funny when I when I was researching you, I, I only invite introverts on the show, and I was like, I really want Ivan to be on the show because you endorsed my book, which I really appreciate, and I wanted to have you on the show, and I, I said, but I can't have him on the show because he's, he's an extrovert. Clearly, he's an extrovert. So I typed in your name and the word introvert, <laughs> and the first blog post that came up was, oh my God, I'm an introvert, and yeah. it's such a cool story. So I'd love it if you would share that with us. Totally a true story. Probably six, seven years ago, uh, I was at home uh, with my wife and. Our kids were at some school event, uh, a practice, so we didn't have to be there. And we didn't have the kids there. And it was like, oh, man, this is, you know, this is what it's going to be like when we're empty nesters. It's wonderful. And we're having this great conversation. I don't even remember what it was about, but I said something to my wife where I was like, oh, you know me, honey, I'm, I'm such an extrovert. And she looked at me and she's like, um, no, you're not. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean, no, I'm not? Of course I'm an extrovert. I run the world's largest networking organization. I'm an extrovert. She's like, okay. If that's what you believe, that's fine. I'm like, what do you mean if that's what you believe? I, have, I mean, I'm, I'm a keynote speaker, an author. I, I have to be an extrovert. She's like, whatever you say, honey. I'm like, don't give me this whatever you say. I mean, what's going on? I, you know, I'm an extrovert. She's look, I'm reading a book now, she said, called The Introvert and Extrovert in Love. And she said, here are some of the characteristics of an introvert. And she started going through this list. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's like me. All right, that's like me. All right, that's a little bit like me, but I am not an introvert. You know, how can I run the, this network and be an introvert? Then she hit one that was just, boy, it hit home. She said, introverts recharge their batteries by being alone or being with loved ones, family, whatever, but, but not out. Wow, that hit home with me because she loves going out. She's a total extrovert. I need to recharge my batteries alone yeah. at home. And so, but I'm annoyed now. So I go into my office at home and I and I get on Google and I find a, a, a test to take to show her that she's wrong. And so I take this test on introvert, extrovert, and it says, congratulations, Ivan Meisner, you are an introvert who is a situational extrovert. If you're talking about some, uh, a topic that you love or if you're with people that you're close to, you come across as an extrovert, otherwise you are an introvert, now go apologize to your wife. Okay, didn't say that, <laughs> didn't but, say that but, I, but I did. Um, so yeah, I was a little surprised. But what was amazing was I started thinking about the network that I created. And I realized that I had created a network really for introverts without even 
consciously thinking about it. I could have created a network that was a big party, a mixer, lots of people getting together and mingling, but I'm uncomfortable with that. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I go to even BNI events, I ask someone to walk me around and introduce me to people because I feel uncomfortable just walking up to a stranger. Um, we have, it's all about building relationships, a small group of people, 40, 50 people usually in a room. Uh, and so it's about going deep and building relationships. It's not about a party. And I thought, oh my goodness, BNI really is perfect for introverts and I had never considered that. That's amazing, and I think one of the, the really cool things about that is that if you're an extrovert, you probably wouldn't have created BNI. No. So I think that a lot of people will see their introverted nature as a, as a disadvantage. Yes. They, they see it as something that gets in their way of success. Yes. It, it sounds like to me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like to me that Introversion was actually one of the things that was key point, well, critical to, to the success factors that you've had in, in, in business and in life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, listen, I, and I have said this before I came to the realization that I was an introvert, but I believe introverts and extroverts can be good at networking, but they have a whole different set of problems. Extroverts, are, they love meeting people. So everyone assumes because they love meeting people, they got to be great at networking. The problem with extroverts is that they love meeting people, they have no problem walking up and introducing themselves. Uh, and what's their favorite uh, topic of discussion? Themselves. So they're great at meeting people and they're great at talking about themselves. But what I learned many years ago, and I've said this for decades, is that a good networker has two ears and one mouth and should use them both proportionally. You should be listening more than you're talking. It's almost like a great interviewer. You're asking me questions, you're allowing me to elaborate. Well, introverts are great at that. Introverts are great at asking questions and getting people to talk. Extroverts, not so much. So extroverts have to learn how to, to shut up and listen and ask appropriate questions. That comes natural to introverts. The problem with introverts is they have a hard time meeting people. So they need to work on how to meet people and then they're really good at the conversation. Both have a strength, both have a weakness, and both can be successful uh, if they do it right. That's great advice. and I. I mean, you've written 22 books and a lot of them, almost most of them actually, have a huge amount of networking and how to be successful in that. So I'm looking forward to, to, to really picking your brain on that. We're gonna take, we're gonna take a short break. Uh, just, we, we try to keep these episodes to 15 to 20 minutes, people are driving. So I know people are gonna be excited to hear all the different strategies that, that you've created to, to become a successful networker as an introvert. But thank you so much for everybody tuning in today and, and checking out another episode of The Introvert's Edge. If you're watching this episode and you're loving the content, please subscribe to the channel so, and, and subscribe on iTunes so that you know, we, we get more and more introverts to, to check out this great content. And thank you so much for joining us. Also check out theintrovertsedge.com forward slash Ivan so you can catch the second half of this video interview and really learn from, from Ivan, probably one of the most successful networkers on the planet, and how you can really apply this to you, your business, or your career. But thanks for joining us today. And Ivan, thank you so much. My pleasure. I'm really, really happy to have you today. I'm on a mission to empower introverts to be proud of who we are. Introverts have had to deal with the stigma that we just can't be as successful in business or in sales as our extroverted counterparts. We're different and we need to embrace that.
I instinctively shied away from sales. I didn't want to be a salesperson. My closing ratio has gone from 15% up to close to 80%. We nearly quadrupled the number of meetings set with clients. Your book was a great revelation to me about me. I've been fortunate to receive some endorsements from some exceptional introverts. They've shared with me how much they resonated with the stories of these real people and how they transformed to being sales masters. It talks about the things that make an introvert successful. Every book was written for extroverts and there needed to be something for us. Get your copy of The Introvert's Edge today.